This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble an important and sometimes under the radar statewide issue that affects you. I'm Jake Neer. And I'm Shana Roth. It's now officially February, and while it may feel like summer and fall are a long ways away, this is an election year. <laughs> so they really aren't that far away. August primaries will be here before we know it, and then just around the corner will be the big gubernatorial election. I, I like how you made that sound so optimistic there, Shane. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I know, just want to see some sunshine. There's too much snow. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Now, the idea of moving on to the next election cycle might seem surprising or jarring, considering the fact that people are still trying to litigate the last election. It's it's really a never-ending cycle, Jake. We just have to accept that. Never ends. <laughs> but given that the next election is soonish, and you will very soon, if you haven't already, be inundated with mailers and TV ads and people knocking on your door, please don't answer if they aren't wearing a mask, we wanted to unpack what we'll be watching for in the upcoming months. So, Jake, what is one big thing that you're going to be watching for? Well, I made a, a list that's like pages long, but let me let me start <laughs> with this, which is redistricting. I mean, this is historic. It's the first time we've ever gone through this. Uh, and I think one of the big things is the court battles that will be playing out in the coming weeks and months about whether these new districts stay in place. Uh, we just saw Congressman Fred Upton say on WDET that he's waiting to see what's going to happen with those court cases before he even decides and announces whether he's going to run for election. Uh, We're going to probably have lots of incumbents running against each other in the same new districts. And there's going to be a ton of open seats. The entire state legislature is going to be up for election this year. And it looks like redistricting is going to mean that there are more open seats than we've seen in a very, very long time. And that means we'll probably see the most turnover in the people representing Michiganders at the state capitol than I think either you or I have ever seen up close. That's something that it could either have huge implications or very few implications, sort of depending on how you look at it and depending on the sort of big picture. I know Democrats are hoping that it has huge implications, but I think a lot of people, if we get another Republican-led Senate and House, are going to say, meh, those district lines. It didn't do a whole lot. But for me, what I'm going to be looking for, and it kind of bounces off of that, is voter enthusiasm, especially on the Democrat side. And maybe I'm overstating things, but I really think that, especially for Democrats, voter enthusiasm determines outcome, be it for the governor's race, state house, state senate, you name it. Republicans have proven time and again that even if they aren't overwhelmed by a candidate, they will fall in line. Well, Democrats have to really have someone that they're excited about or an opposition that they really want to take down. And to sort of build on that too, Shana, we're also in unprecedented territory when it comes to Republicans too, mm-hmm. because you have this growing base of Trump loyalists in the party. And, you know, their patience is pretty short for people that they consider quote unquote rhinos. So what effect will that have, if any? I guess that's what we're going to find out pretty soon. Um, And it's going to be a really, really intense year for those of us who are watching state politics. 